The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. SeaDeck features non-absorbent closed-cell PE EVA blended foam that delivers the perfect combination of comfort, safety, and style. For more information, check out www.seadek.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. Your boat deserves SeaDeck. And now, it's showtime. the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast, with the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano the Mano. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode 128 of the Golden Mike Podcast. As always, I am the Noise of the North, Dan of the Mano, this time recording from the Temple of the Noise North in Northbrook, Illinois. The summer is officially behind us, but let's see if we can extend it just a little bit longer with a little dose of some audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you by SeaDeck Marine Products. SeaDeck is the industry leader in innovative flooring solutions, supplying the best boat builders in the world with comfortable, durable, non-skid flooring systems. Head on over to the newly redesigned SeaDeck.com and use the search function to find the nearest fabricator and installer near you. They have hundreds of boats digitized with patterns already on file. And if they don't have your exact boat in their system, a certified installer will come to your house or your boat storage. Wherever you keep that boat, they'll digitize it and create a custom flooring job to your exact specifications. Now that is service. It's time to give your boat what it deserves and your boat deserves SeaDeck. As always, you can listen to and share the Golden Mike podcast on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and a wide array of podcast listening apps on Android, as well as my very own website, noiseofthenorth.com. You can also follow the Golden Mike podcast on Facebook and follow me personally on Instagram at Dano T. Mano and on Twitter at the Golden underscore Mike to stay up to date on all the latest Golden Mike podcast news. We have a very special episode in store for you guys today. Now, normally, I would have a guest or multiple guests on, and we would just have a conversation specific to them and what they have going on. However, today, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to take the focus off of me and my guests and put it on the other hardworking folks in the Toad Water Sports podcast space. Yes, believe it or not, I am not the only one out here podcasting about the industry. There are a lot of hardworking folks out there, all with diverse backgrounds, experiences, and interests, and all of them are sharing their thoughts on the podcast platform. I'm just here to put a spotlight on a few such podcasts that I think are really worthwhile. Uh, the way this episode will work is I'll give you guys a little background on a particular podcast. I'll play a short clip, and then I'll let you know how you can find them if you guys feel like seeking it out. 
Consider it like an appetizer or a sample pack. But before we get into that, I do have some industry news I'd like to get to. Now, many of you know that the 2019 Surf Expo had to be canceled this year due to Hurricane Dorian. I hope that all of you listening that were in the path of the storm were able to stay safe. I was down there for a brief time myself, but luckily I was able to get out of there before things got really bad. Thankfully, not as bad for us in Central Florida as we thought it was going to be, but many others were affected. So, sadly, since the expo was canceled, that meant they had to postpone all of the events that take place within expo to later dates. That meant the Wake Awards didn't take place and Trick of the Year wasn't announced. Traditionally, riders have right until just before the awards ceremony to submit their tricks for wakeboarding mag well now it looks like that deadline has been extended so for all you riders listening it's not too late so at least that's something positive from all of this also the wakeboarding hall of fame ceremony had to be postponed so that means this year's class which includes the likes of thomas harrell josh smith greg necrasson leslie kent and photographer josh letchworth are forced to wait before they're able to be officially honored. Another event that also had to be moved was Wake the World's Raffle of Carla's Car. I mentioned this on the podcast before, but since the untimely passing of Wake the World member Carla, you guys remember Carla donated her Porsche Boxster to Wake the World, and Wake the World decided to have the car ultimately get sponsored for charity and then raffled away at the Surf Expo. Some of you may even remember that the Golden Mike podcast logo is prominently featured on the car among all the other sponsors. Since the Expo had to be canceled, Wake the World decided to take the Porsche to the WSIA online charity auction instead. The winners of the car were Boulder Boat's very own Stu and Christina Litchens, And we're happy to see the proceeds go to Wake the World as well as the Movement Collab, a foundation founded by dear friend of the podcast and mine as well, Mr. B-Rad Smela. Yet another event that had to be moved was the Alliance Wakes Beers and Premieres 2019. The event actually took place a couple weekends ago in Orlando at Harry Buffalo. They premiered Liquid Force's French Connection Hacked with John Dryling and Nell Cohen, which was filmed up at West Rock Wake Park here in Illinois. The Native Tour with Alex Graydon. uh, The Wake Skate World Championships, and that had to be one of my favorites to watch. Uh, Big ups to Bob Sovin for all he's doing. And the edit everyone was talking about, O'Brien's very own Max Van Helvert's dual sport Wake Snow video, Standing Sideways. All of these edits should be up at AllianceWake.com, so again, head on over there, check them out right after this. Some may say Max Van Helvert may have had the most outstanding video edit of the night, but you know who has one of the most outstanding product lines on the market today? O'Brien Watersports. O'Brien has been around for over 50 years, making them one of the longest-lasting brands in the entire Toad water sports industry with a diverse lineup of skis, wakeboards, surfers, tubes, and accessories. There's no doubt in my mind 
that you'll be able to find exactly what you need to take your fun to the next level at the lake this year. They have everything for first-time riders all the way to the Max Van Helverts of the world. For a full look at their product catalog, head on over to O'Brien.com, and while you're there, find a local dealer and stay up to date with all the latest O'Brien news. That website, again, is O'Brien.com. O-B-R-I-E-N.com. Check them out today. Now, before we get into this curated podcast listening session, you guys are probably sick of hearing me asking you to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Well, I do that because it helps increase the visibility of this podcast and it helps it rise in the search rankings. However, today I'm not going to ask that you head over to iTunes and write a five-star review for this, the Golden Mike Podcast. Instead, I'm going to ask that if you like any of these podcasts you're going to hear today, that you head on over and support them no matter what platform they're on. Whether you want to subscribe to them, leave them a review on iTunes, or just comment on one of their YouTube videos, more visibility for them is more visibility for the sport. Remember, a rising tide lifts all boats. It's a victory for us all, my friends. The first podcast I wanted to spotlight is called Distance from Center. It's hosted by Canadian water skier, radar athlete, and either current or a former co-holder of the Canadian National Slalom record, Trent Finlinson, along with the founder and owner of www.ballofspray.com, pretty much the go-to website and forums for serious traditional water skiers, John Horton. The duo mostly talks about all things water ski related, traditional water skiing, tournaments to individual athlete performances to up and coming trends in traditional three event water skiing. The snippets I want to share with you guys today is from their most recent episode and it focuses on the two of them sharing their thoughts on the 2019 IWWF World Water Ski Championships which were held just about a month ago in Putrajaya, Malaysia. The event was accompanied by a bit of controversy as multiple skiers complained about poor and unsafe skiing conditions. This actually prompted the IWWF to make a statement about how they'll be working to take steps to improve future events and put rider safety at the forefront. Let's take a listen and hear what Trent and John had to say about it all. Trent, how do you feel about the event as a whole, about the conditions, really? Well, so it's, you know, it's the nature of competition. It is what it is. The best person on the day, da-da-da-da-da. But, you know, that being said, I I feel like these things are are a whole package, right? So, you know, the... You might trade off, okay, we're not going to have very many spectators here, but the site is incredible, the amenities are amazing. Or conversely, all right, you guys, the conditions aren't great, but we're going to put you guys in front of 30,000 people on Sunday. Um, so it, it, there needs to be a trade-off. And, and unfortunately, what I saw was um, pretty bad conditions, bordering dangerous, certainly, for, for the jumpers, um, and no spectators. So... Right, uh, it, it's just a, it's a confusing mix. I don't get it. Right. So, you know. so even even Ryan Dodd went on the webcast and, without any hesitation, said that the conditions were unacceptable and unsafe, and it was ridiculous for an event at this level. Yep. 
And I think that's pretty ballsy of Ryan. Yeah, and, I, and I to say it, him. yeah, and and to say it in the moment of, you know, of passion, you know, when when you know he had just met his goal, uh, you know, of three peat world champion, to still have the presence to, to you know to make that that uh that statement in that moment, it's a uh, super commendable. You know, it's a. Uh, yeah, I get it. And I think, you know, he'd be the first person to say how much he appreciates skiing a pro event at a place like downtown Melbourne. But again, you know, when there's no one in this in the stands anyway, you know, what's what's the point? We're we're all willing to to let sacrifice sorry, let performance take a slight backseat to growing our sport, but you know, skiing yeah. on a bad site in front of no people, it's not really doing much to grow the sport. I don't know enough about the but the politics and process of the sanctioning. And I want to assume that the site organizers believed their site was good enough. Um, but there's something wrong. There's something wrong in the process, right? Yeah. It, it, regardless of fault, I don't know if it's IWWF or if it's the site organizers or if it's that it's so expensive to put on these events that better sites are discouraged. And so just somebody with deep pockets is going to do it. Yeah. I mean, but, there's a lot, it, there's a, there's a huge upfront cost for the organizing committee. And, and for me to say it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars is is I, I know I, that's not factual. That's just the information I've been told. Really? I know there's a substantial amount of money that gets paid to the IWSF just just to be able to host the event. So a lot of people ask me for my thoughts on the whole thing, and I agree with Trent big time. You know, sacrifice should be made if there's a huge crowd. I might personally tone down the difficulty of my own personal performance and tone up the showmanship, but I understand it's three event worlds, the overall title is on the line, and the history and the tradition are probably what keeps it all going. I just hope it all moves forward and the skiers and the organizers can can work it out and work together. I don't really know what the answer is, but... What I do know is that everyone obviously wants to perform in front of a crowd and have great conditions, and it sounds easy, but trust me, it's not. So positive vibes and good luck to all. As a reminder, Distance from Center is only available on John Horton's YouTube channel and ballofspray.com. They have somewhere around 27 uploaded episodes. They usually upload videos right after major water ski events, so the posting schedule isn't fixed, but I encourage all of you to take a listen to their back catalog of episodes. The next podcast I want to talk about is the Flow Point Podcast. It comes from friend of the show, Marcus Brown. Many of you longtime listeners know that Marcus was a guest on episode 85 of this very podcast. And for those of you who haven't listened to it yet, I cannot recommend it highly enough we recorded it i want to say about two years ago and funny enough after we recorded marcus's episode of the golden mike podcast he turned the mic around on me and we recorded a conversation for his podcast i actually have no idea whatever happened to that recording Uh, maybe he's been waiting for the exact right moment to release it but i say what better time than now Marcus, you've been sitting on audio gold, brother, and the people are ready to hear it speaking (laughs) of audio gold. Let's give a quick listen to when Marcus interviewed Bob Marley. And no, I'm not talking about that Bob Marley. This Bob Marley happens to be a comedian, but in the northeast part of the U.S., baby. Let's give it a listen and see how this unlikely pair became friends. We had, I mean, I had no idea that you were a skier. Apparently you weren't. 
the level of skier you are now back then. No. But the kids drug you into that. And yeah. I think it's interesting because, I mean, we start talking because of Instagram. Well, what? yeah, so know, what happened like, is is my kids start skiing, and then they're all in. They're loving it. Yeah. And so I'm like the boat driver, which, by the way, gets no respect. It's the boat driver. If, if someone has a beautiful run, they, everyone on the boat goes, nice run, good turns. Nobody would look at the driver and go, and good driving. Yeah. Right. If Never. somebody has, Never. if anything at all goes wrong, they go, that didn't feel right. How fast were you going? Uh, what were you pulling me at? I felt like you jerked me up front, too. Were you hammering me in the turns? Yeah. 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 Could you keep it, keep it straight? Why are you finding the bumps? What happens if your wife's driving and you try that tactic? Oh honey, yeah, honey, how fast were you? Were you were you hammered? Were you? Why don't you find someone else to drive you, Bob? That's the problem. There's never any driver. I go last, yeah. and yeah. but my kids love it, so they got into it, and and then we all started getting into it. So we're on Instagram, and my my boys are like, Dad, Marcus Brown is our favorite. You got to start liking. I go on Instagram, and I was on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. But I never was on Instagram because I thought it scaled younger, and I didn't know it. I'm not a huge. I, I, you weren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah, you weren't there yet. So I go, okay. So I go on the Instagram and I start clicking like, 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 like. Yeah, it just blowing me up. I was like, Bob Marley comedy. This is some some fake account. I'm like, what is this? Right. Whatever. And I start one day. I'm like, finally, okay, I'm gonna check this. I looked, and this might actually be the Bob Marley's posting like. You know, gig reminders, gig yeah. coming up in Portland t- yeah. tomorrow night. Don't forget, we'll be down in Spectators in Sanford, wowing the alcoholics. <laughs> wowing. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I was like, Bob Marley. Okay. You sent me a message on that, and I was like, oh, is this the guy from L.A.? And I go, yeah. And then I, I so I sent you back a message, and then you called the house. on the on. I put it on oh, yeah. speakerphone, yeah. and the kid, you start talking, and the kids go, who is this? And I go. Brown and they go what <laughs> they were full-scale freaking out they were like this is awesome this is so cool oh, classic inside I was like I'm freaking out I'm talking to Bob Marley and co this is awesome yeah the Marley clan oh man there needs to be more water sports specific comedians out there with the characters we have in our sport I feel like they would have an endless source of material you can find the Flowpoint podcast on iTunes and watch the video cast on the Flowpoint YouTube channel. Marcus was releasing the Flowpoint podcast pretty consistently up until last year before going on a little bit of a hiatus. The man holds his content to a really high standard, and I'm sure creating his video cast uh, was a very laborious and involved process that took a while to get just right. However, I've spoken to him recently. He told me that he's starting the podcast up once again, that he's already got eight or nine episodes lined up and it's ready to release. So go ahead and check it out, guys. The Float Point Podcast with Marcus Brown. The next podcast I want to talk about is simply known as the Water Ski Podcast. The Water Ski Podcast is hosted by an Italian water skier and sports psychology major, Matteo Luzzari. Uh, This is a relatively new podcast with only a handful of episodes up so far. Today I wanted to highlight episode 4, which featured Russian water ski long-distance jumper Igor Morozov giving advice to people new to ski jumping and waxing poetic about the sport 
in general. Water skiing is oftentimes a family sport, right? Um, and uh, maybe the person, like the parents say, they water ski, but they might not have been competitive. Uh, and their kid all of a sudden wants to be competitive into skiing. Um, so there might be a lack of knowledge there. And I think it's particularly relevant for jumping because a lot of parents are scared that their kids might get hurt, that they may get into this, um, you know, dangerous sport and they might crash. And you said something before, you realized how jumping could be much safer, right, than what yep. you used to think. So I'd be interested to know if you had like maybe, you know, two or three words of advice or words of wisdom to anyone. doesn't have to be a kid. It could be someone in their 20s or 30s that decides that they want to jump. How, what do you think makes it safer and what do you think allows people to jump for a long time? Well, I mean, as I said, start with riding your skis. Okay. Do drills do uh, ride a slalom course okay and you know it's like with everything you don't take a mountain bike down the mountain before you can ride a trail right right so it is the same thing you can just strap your jumpers on and go kick it jump right you gotta learn how to ski on your jumpers you gotta learn how to cut how to fill them and of course you got to make sure the equipment is right yeah. this is a big key it's okay like sometimes you start with just oh whatever i have but yes if you can get a better equipment because old wooden heavy skis with their old uh i don't know broken rubber binding it it's not helpful right and it's dangerous yeah it's actually where people get hurt because the bindings are not tight enough, the skis are too heavy, and then they they're not ready maybe physically, right? And then they just hurt themselves going over the ramp. Yeah. So, yeah, the the good if you have you know an opportunity, uh, go to a professional. Yeah. And uh, get some you know guidelines on what to do, and then just come back to that person if you like it i mean it, it is better to be a good jumper because i mean that's people with the most experience right and then just once in a while come back to check on your progress and get like the guideline guidelines what to do yeah and you know you will it'll be easier to get a better equipment to learn how to ride jumpers and then going over the ramp, most likely the the better thing to go to someone, you know, a professional who yeah. can help you to get over the ramp first, or you know, get get you like the right advice how to do it. Yeah. And then you can continue, of course, and give you the right speed, right ramp for you, yeah. and everything because it is important. I mean. If, if your first um, experience of jumping it's like crashing in pain it's really hard to keep doing this <laughs> right of course so but if it's fairly easy you confident you can ride your skis and the speed is right the ramp is right 
I mean, it's not that difficult to ride over the ramp. That yeah. becomes fun. Right. And excitement. And then you want to do more. Because let me tell you, I mean, I love slalom. It's amazing. But there's nothing like jumping. I know. It's I know. It's a different beast. <laughs> it is. And I miss it a ton, honestly. Like, I always say, like, I, so I stopped jumping in 2011. But I've taken, you know, a bottle of skates from friends and, and took a few pokes and obviously going way shorter than I used to go. But that feeling when you leave the ramp and you've done everything somewhat correctly and you get a bit of a lift from the boat that helps you like float in the air, there's nothing like it. I don't yeah. care. Like, it doesn't have to be in any su anything super far, you know, like 35 meters, 40 meters. But you do it and you feel the lift. It, there's nothing like it. Yeah. There's nothing like that in water skiing or any of the sports that I tried at least. Yeah, that that's amazing thing feeling of that acceleration, like G forces, like boosting you uh, up in the air, like pool, flight, everything is like like all those you know emotions and yeah. everything, and then also like emptiness because it's like are you flying there and there is nothing in the world bothers you anymore it's like that moment of i don't know being enlightened in the way wow. there is you don't think about anything else like if you if you think about it afterwards when you fly in there like after you know all these emotions being scared excited all this adrenaline you kick the jump and if you somewhat did everything good and you get a lift and you're there and it's just like it's just a few seconds but then it's also like eternity in a in a way yeah yeah it's it's interesting this is flow right yeah, exactly you do know that flow has that weird time distortion to it to where few seconds well lived clearly focused but with that feeling of emptiness because it's easy to focus in flow then those seconds become eternity right or in different sports the long like you know ironmans and all of that they feel like they go by quickly and i think it's like one of the best feelings one can ever can ever have you know yeah Guys, I don't know about you, but after that, I have the sudden urge to jump off a ski ramp and soar majestically in the air. Who's with me? You can find episodes of the Water Ski Podcast on iTunes as well as the Stitcher app. The last podcast I wanted to talk about is actually the newest one on the list. It just started last month and only has a couple of episodes up. I'm talking, of course, about Daniel Grant's brand new podcast, the talk of the Tao. Many of you know Daniel is the wakeboard and wake skating cable riding prodigy from Thailand, responsible for some of the sickest video edits in the sport. For those of you not familiar with his work, that will change today when it comes to the water. The guy can do it all. And on top of that, he's also a bona fide DJ. Take a listen to this snippet from the inaugural episode of Talk of the Tao where fellow writer and friend of the show, Tom Fouché, asks Daniel about how he balances his love for Wake and his love for music. Let's check it out. Talk to me about what I want to know is, is like, do you see a career in this, in, D in, in being a DJ? 
Yes, I know. But not at the same prime. time, I no? feel like it's be hard to juggle doing like wakeboarding all day and then having to be up all night to have something to. I mean, like, dude, you're, you're Daniel. Like people follow but, you. Like people look to you as like the Kickstarter. People look to you as like the first to do something. Yeah, I think it's just like you just said, though. I think it's a great way. You got a great way to expose that. What you're doing as a DJ, you bring, you know, wakeboarding to that and vice versa. Exactly. You know, so uh, that's just why I asked, like, do you foresee any sort of career now or in the future? For sure. I'd I'd love to do it. And it's always been a dream. And I have so much fun and passion doing it. I don't do it because I feel a need to prove anything to anyone. Like, I fully mix. I love I feel like I want to mix and it just passes my time. And I feel, I don't know, there's some sort of connection of when I'm... You have that just like feeling of making something work that you've like thought in your head where you're like, oh, like even when a trick, you're like, oh, I think this can work. Yeah. I don't know if it work can work. Say for you when you've landed, I don't know how many tricks you've claimed, but you like, no, you haven't seen anyone land this before. Yeah. How am I going to make this work is pretty much how my like music mind and wakeboard mind works at this. Yeah. No, that, I think that's actually a great way. Like, I think your outlook on it like is awesome, but it's oh, a yeah. way just how they like, uh, what am I saying? Like, go, you know, how one carries over to the other. Yeah, you know, they totally do. That sort of is sense. So, yeah, man, I think that's I think that's a really good way to to do it. And, and, be uh, really, yeah. Be cool to be able to produce see. my own music to my own edits. Or, like, you know sound so well that you can create a soundtrack to the edit of that you already, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, you can be whatever. Like, see, you don't need to dig for anything. This is what I it's like all about your hands. podcasts. See, I get, to, I get to learn about the stuff about you that I haven't gotten to see you so much over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's cool. I'm happy that you, know? you were the first of the episodes yeah, of, so it, to where it can go and what it yeah. can be. But I mean, I think it's, I, I just mean, that, you know, personally, like I, these are things that I've always wanted to ask you, but hopefully these are things that your viewers yeah, definitely. Too. I hope so. It's definitely <laughs> a long, cool chat and very no, man, lots I, of stuff covered. It's been really epic. I, dude, I I appreciate it, man. I just uh, I'm just hoping down the road that maybe maybe I gotta buy tickets to a DJ Hotbox show for my daughter. Talk of the Tao is definitely a podcast to watch out for, and I'm very excited to see what Daniel does next. The first episode is currently available on iTunes, so if you subscribe now. You can day one boast that you were there since the very beginning. Guys, I just got my brand new Roswell product catalog at the Nautique Regatta just a few weeks ago. And I have to tell you that their 2020 lineup of products is blowing my mind. They have tower options for literally any boat manufacturer. And those all new R1 Pro Tower speakers are the best on the market right now in sound quality and coolness factor based on the overall speaker's technology and new features. I literally can't get over it. Also, let's not forget about the rest of their audio accessories, subwoofers, and board racks. Now that your boat is out of the water, it's the best time to get those upgrades added. If you have any questions, check out their 30-plus dealers around the U.S. and Canada. Be sure to use the dealer search function on their website, roswellmarine.com, to find the closest to you that website again let me spell it out www.roswellmarine.com this summer has come to a close but that doesn't mean you can't still wake responsibly 
Their website, wakeresponsibly.com, is accessible all year long, no matter what the weather. You can head on over and take the compliance exam to show off just how much you know. They'll even send you a free sticker once you complete it. Meanwhile, always remember to play your music at reasonable volumes and stay 200 feet away from shorelines, docks, and other boaters. Minimize repetitive paths on any one portion of shoreline. If we take the compliance exam this year, next summer will be the most responsible one yet. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano. Well, that wraps up our podcast spotlight. I hope you guys liked what you heard. And if you did, I hope you'll head on over to these guys' channel and subscribe. There are a lot of great Toad Water Sports podcasts out there, and they all deserve to be heard. Oh, yeah. We'll be back next time with a more traditional episode, and we should be returning to our regular bi-monthly release schedule like really, really soon. Got some big events coming up here. The 30th WWA Wakeboard World Championships in Wake Park World Championships, beautiful Playa del Carmen, down in Cancun, Mexico, the world-famous Mayan Water Complex. There'll be boat riders, there'll be cable riders, there'll be the best tacos, pesos can buy. I'm beyond excited. Folks, this is my 14th Worlds on the mic in a row, but I do have to say my first Worlds attended was all the way back in 2002. That's when my good friend Eric Ruck took the win. In Orlando, and speaking of Orlando at the end of October, I will be announcing the final stop of the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour happening at the Orlando Water Sports Complex, the good old OWC. It's been a blast calling the Gravel Tour all summer long. It'll be awesome to see the all-new 2020 Performance Ski and Surf Edition Super Aeronautique G23 out there on the water. I've seen Bill Porter of Performance post up some shots, and the thing looks sick. It's gold, baby, and I hope to see you all out there. Thank you all for listening. An enormous thank you to the sponsors of this podcast for their continued support. Thanks to SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Masterline, Centurion Boats, WSIA, Roswell Marine, O'Brien, Ledwake, Slingshot, Conley, Ronix, Hyperlight, and GoPuck. Behind the scenes, a special thanks to Jane Levy in the office, Arthur Shabashavich on copy, and Rich Walsh on sound. That's it. That's all for me, folks. Just a reminder, you can follow us on Facebook, The Golden Mike Podcast, and on Instagram at Dano T. Mano. You can message me there or at GoldenMike at NoiseOfTheNorth.com. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. As always, I'm the Noise of the North. I'm Dan Lomano, and you can hear me next time. Once again, right here on the Golden Mike Podcast.